Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so blessed and favored to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we hope that this Word can bless you throughout your life, even over into eternity. There's a word for us as we celebrate treating each other right. And Dr. Martin Luther King and the vision that he gave us to live by. And every year as we celebrate his birthday at the beginning of the year, we should reflect and think about how can we become better citizens of the kingdom of God, of this world, by treating each other right and respecting each other and not looking at the simple skin color, but looking at the content of the character of the person as a true person like God sees the heart. There's a word for us that comes out of Luke's gospel, 16th chapter, beginning with the 20th verse. And I come today to say, be careful how you treat Lazarus. Oh, be careful how you treat Lazarus, my brother and sister, because one day you may be Lazarus yourself. Be careful how you treat Lazarus. The Bible tells us in Luke's Gospel, 16th chapter, starting with the 20th verse, Jesus is telling a story about a poor man named Lazarus who was placed and laid by a rich man's door every day to try to get something to eat and try to get a healing and just to eat the crumbs off the rich man's table in order to survive. And in this parable, they say it's a parable, but Jesus does something different. He gives us names in this story, Lazarus. He doesn't do that for the other parables that he taught. And um, he actually tells us about the afterlife. And I have a tendency to believe that this is a true story that Jesus is telling us, not just a parable, which is a, a story with a heavenly meaning, but not truly earthly content. I believe that this actually happened to a man named Lazarus and a rich man long time ago. And the scripture tells us, starting in that 19th verse of Luke's Gospel, 16th chapter, it says, There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and designed to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes being in torment, and seeing Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. 
And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. And send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in torment in this flame. This scripture tells us about a man who was down on his luck, Lazarus. And he had become a beggar. And in verse number 20, it says he was laid at his gate full of sores. That meant somebody laid Lazarus at this man's gate. Uh, I don't know who Lazarus was. Maybe he might have been a father. And his children may have been tired of taking care of him. And so they would take him every day and lay him at the rich man's door. Maybe this man was a pastor that had become elderly and couldn't take care of himself. And maybe the congregation was tired of taking care of him. They laid him at the rich man's door. Maybe this man might have been a well-to-do man in his younger days. But now sickness and trouble has come in his life and he lost everything that he had. And his caregivers, his family, his wife may now have decided just to drop him off at the rich man's door. See, it's so easy to become a Lazarus. We don't know what's around the corner. We don't know what the Lord has in store for us. That's why we have to be careful how we treat Lazarus in our life. God wants us to be known by our love. Do you love your neighbor? Do you help those in need? Do you offer kind words to children to motivate them? A helping hand to that widow that's next door. A conversation to that elderly man whose family is a long way off and he lives by himself now. We don't love like we used to. We don't have compassion like we used to. We're so quick to lay somebody at somebody else's door like they were doing Lazarus. It's so easy to pass somebody along to someone else. But God is saying, take the time the same way I love you and have forgiven you and clothed you in a new attitude and covered you with the blood of Jesus and given you forgiveness. And by my stripes, you are healed. Do the same to someone else. Let the world know that you are my disciple because you love one another. They laid Lazarus at the rich man's door. And all Lazarus wanted to do was just to get fed and have a good meal. Not asking much in life. He even would take the crumbs from the rich man's table. Don't take for granted what God has given you. The crumbs that fall from your table, somebody would be blessed in this world to have. Somebody would be rejoicing and they had the leftovers from your life. God loves you, and he's blessed you. Just look around and count the blessings. Not in your own mind of what you should, you think you should have, but think about what you have already. Look how God has blessed you. 
somebody would love just to have the crumbs that fall from your table. And the dogs would come up and lick his sores and give him comfort. God will take the animals and bring comfort to man. God will take the puppy, the cat, the, uh, the animal to be a companion to someone in need. God has control of everything. Don't despise what God is doing in your life. And then the day came that the beggar died and he went to Abraham's bosom. And then the rich man died. We're not going to be here forever. And God is going to look how we treated each other and look at our, our heart and see who we truly were and judge us off of our actions and our faith. What does your life give a testimony of in front of God? When God sees you, what does he see? Not the clothes, not the appearance, but what does he really see in the character of your life? Only what you do for Christ will last. And the beggar died and went to Abraham's bosom because all his life he had received nothing but hurt. The trials and the tribulation that we go through is just to perfect us when we stand in front of God. The rich man went to hell and he opened his eyes in torment and did not receive the comfort that God has for those who truly know him. Don't be so preoccupied with this world that you don't have time for Jesus. A successful life is nothing if you don't have Jesus in the heart. God wants you to prosper the same way your soul will prosper when you know him. And when the rich man opened his eyes in hell and being tormented, he looked afar off and he saw Abraham and Lazarus, the man that was at his door, begging. He saw him and he yelled out and said, send Lazarus just to take his finger in some water and just let the drop of water fall on my tongue. But the Bible says that he could not do that. There was a great gulf between the two. And Lazarus had received his reward because he had a relationship with God. See, you may be bound, tied up, tangled up, but as long as you got a relationship with God, you are free. And there's no sickness, no heartache that can keep you separated from the love of God. Your circumstances might not be all perfect, but God is still with you. And don't give up on God. Somebody may look like they're successful and look like they got the whole thing together. But not have their life in the hands of Jesus. One day. There will be a day that we all have to give an account in front of God. What is he going to say about your life? Is he going to welcome you into his, his kingdom? 
or will he tell you, remove yourself from me, you worker of iniquity? I knew you not. And Abraham couldn't let Lazarus go because they had a great gulf between them, a gulf, something separating the kingdom of God and eternal torment. There's a separation. There will not be no crossing over, no deal making. However you live your life, that will you be judged. And the rich man begged and said, if you could just only send somebody to go tell my brothers, I got brothers still alive, let them know to get their lives together. And Abraham said, well, they got the prophets to tell them. And he said, well, they might not believe the prophets. He said, well, send me back and I'll go tell my brothers. And Abraham said, if they don't believe the prophet, will you think they believe somebody even if they come back from the dead? There's a lesson in that. Jesus is our example. He's speaking to us now. He has come back from the dead and behold, Jesus is alive and well. If you don't listen to him, who will you listen to? Even if they come back from the dead, Jesus is our example. Get your life together. Treat each other right. Let your life be a reflection of Jesus on the inside. Let him work it out every day of your life. Trust and lean and depend on him. For the day is coming when you will not be able to cross over. There'll be a gulf between the good and the bad for all eternity. I'm going to say a prayer right now. If you believe by faith, I want you to say this prayer along with me. Do you repent of your sin, meaning to turn back from your sin? If you do, repeat after me. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe he gave the Lord's Supper. The next day died on the cross of Calvary for my sins. Stayed on the bar tomb for the weekend. But early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in his hand. I believe. Wash me. Cleanse me. Create in me a clean heart. Let me be part of the family of God. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. 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 We love you. Be blessed. Treat each other right. And keep a smile on your face. For that smile is blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.